It's officially 2021, and we officially ordered a humidifier for our bedroom. Hi, everybody. My name is Jordan Reed. And I'm Lindsay Reed. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. Each week, we talk about things like... I don't know, true crime? Humidifiers? Cryptozoology? The older you get, the harder it is to sleep. <laughs> Paranormal stuff? Uh, we when The older you get, you require a lot of stuff to do regular stuff. Anything spooky related. That's true, especially getting older. Every single week since... I don't know, well, 2017, in October, Lindsay and I will both research a few topics separately of one another. Lindsay will sleep next to her humidifier, and I will sleep next to the sound machine, helps me sleep, and then we reconvene inside of our house and discuss what we've researched with each and every one of you and each other. And this week, I'm dedicating my portion of the show to bubbly, sparkling water, because it tastes very good. Okay, I'm going to dedicate my portion of the show to tea. To tea? To tea. Now, to to tea. Tea. What? Okay. 2D. Great. And that's, you know, that's... (laughs) 2D art. Oh, two-dimensional art. (laughs) Two-dimensional. I'm going to dedicate... sippy tea. Two demorginal arbs. I'm drinking sippy tea. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could just call it tea as well. But you are sipping I did, sipping but then it. you got confused. I did? Yeah, you were like... So, two tea, two tea. And then the whole thing happened? Which... Yeah. Welcome um, to our show, everybody. I'm going to dedicate and my <laughs> part of the show to two tea. Mmm. Love drinking tea. Sip drinkable tea. Now... We could we could pose the argument. No, that was going to be very stupid. What I was going to say. What so were you going to say? Uh, I was going to say that sparkling water is basically tea with a little bit of pizzazz. Uh, but or you mean <laughs> sparkling water? See, sparkling water is fine to drink, but my biggest problem is when it's flavored because it doesn't. It's maybe smells like a hint of what mm-hmm. it's supposed to be flavored up. It doesn't taste like it. But I remember. I, last week, around the holiday time, I opened up a can of bubbly. Yeah. Also, whoop butt. But I opened up a can of bubbly, this bubbly water, and I remember saying, good heavens, this smells very strong. And you smelled it. You even took a sip. And you went, it's still gross, but it's not that offensive. It did actually kind of taste like maybe there was a flavor in there. Bubbly sparking water. Sparking water. (laughs) <laughs> sparkling bowburbs well we didn't do anything for new year's no we didn't we mm-hmm. i mean quite literally i think we were on the couch for the majority of the day yeah we were I keep keeping a low pro hot no um but i'm fine now great and that's a little story Lindsay wrote <laughs> uh, uh we ate some steam buns we, we did, did that i had cook well we we both had cookies that's fun um this is really good this is a really good beginning of the episode yeah uh and it's really exciting what no there honestly have been some cool things so far in 2021 the other day i thought i heard an alien directly outside of our house yeah you did there's a little ravine right outside of our house in between our place and our neighbor's place down the hill and there's usually a lot of deer that run around in there and you can hear it because it's a small valley and it will echo a little bit but I heard what started like a deer, and then it sounded... I heard all this clicking and like weird, almost mechanical gurgling sounds. And it yeah. sounded like an alien was trying to sound like a deer. And I got very scared, legitimately, not like, oh, I'm, you know, <laughs> I, 34 years old, I legitimately got scared and kind of walked very quickly back in the house and got like the like shaky hands, like the heebie-jeebie hands. What if it was a deer trying to sound like an alien? Then that would, that's far less scary. Yeah. Is it? Far less scary. The Uh, fact that like a deer could know how an alien sounds and wants to mimic that. Yes. I think that's honestly, I don't think that's scary at all. I think that is captivating. And I think that is really interesting, especially from like a scientific point of view Wow, the deer are so smart. We didn't, what a scientific breakthrough. Yeah. We didn't think that deer were that smart to try to emulate other animals, let alone outer space bleep blorps. 
Right. How interesting. What if deer are aliens? They could be. You could say that about any animal, though. I mean, what's the most alien-like animal? Naked mole rat, axolotls are very alien-like. That's very true. Well, I think I'm first this week, and I think we should start (laughs) talking about things because I think that, A, you're going to really like it, Mm -hmm. but also you might squirm around and need some time. Well, before we do it, I... Because of the, the, the rules we made up, mm-hmm. I have to say, or I made the rule up, Okay. Uh, what angel number 141 is. Oh, I'm surprised you remembered. Okay, I'm ready. I am too. Spoiler. <laughs> and so this is episode 141. And since I think it was 139, I said, I'm going to read the angel number at the beginning of the episode that correlates to the episode number of the show until 150. Okay. And then I'll be done because, uh, you know. Because we'll probably be over it and like forget about it. I mean, I'm already over it, but I said I would do it. Okay. Uh, Angel number 141 is a message that your past efforts will bring about the results you have worked so hard for. So. Maybe that's related to the deer. Maybe it's the alien deer. Keep trying to make alien noise. Yeah. Make alien noise happen. Yeah. Bud. Bud. That's all. That's it. Okay. We're done. Nice. Thanks. All right. Well, are you ready? Uh, I don't know. So how squirmy is this? Is this um, no, deceased not... body in the gas station? No. <laughs> okay. It's not It's not spooky necessarily. It's just you have to use your brain. And I know that can make you a little squeamish. Using my brain? <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, I think you're Anytime right. Anytime we have to use our brain. Like, we started playing the um, game Overcooked, too. Oh, we where did. Where you have to work together as a team, a video game, and you have to, like, cook things. And Jordan keeps saying after we play that, that we, we beat it, but we definitely didn't beat it. And I think it's just because it stresses him out and he doesn't want to play it. But anyways, this that won't be that. So, that game is so stressful. <laughs> For real? That game is so stressful. It's pretty stressful. Okay, so I have like a little trivia game for you. Okay, all right. You ready? I, we haven't done a trivia thing in a very long time. I know, I felt like it was too long. Okay, I am going to give you a quote of just short quotes of very famous scary movies. Okay. You have to tell me what movie they are, mm-hmm. and you get a bonus point if you can tell me what year they came out. Oh, I am not going to get any bonus points straight but up. if you get a quote wrong and you guess the year... I'll give that point to you. Okay. All right. That's f- I. I am not confident. I'm being honest this year. I was being. I was being very generous with these ones because there are some that are going to be harder, and there are some that you're going to be able to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I hope. Yeah. Yeah. Raising your hand. I'm the only person here. I. Yep. Yeah. Have a question, Jordan. Thank you so much for calling on me, Lindsay. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you for raising your hand. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Are how many matrix categories are there? <laughs> There's no matrix. Okay. Okay, your hands up again. One so more question, I, please. N- do I have to? Call Minimum on you? one more question. Okay, fine. Jordan, do you have a question? Lindsay, thanks for taking my question. Yeah. Um, I also hope you appreciate how patient I was being with raising my hand. Yeah. Um, are there any categories related to the dark? crystal and is that kind of a horror movie no these are very classic horror movies okay so i don't know why the matrix is the the matrix is not on that list <laughs> you know it is kind of a creepy movie but i i don't look at it as a horror movie it's definitely not a horror movie but no. it is weird like what what do like dystopian futures we just don't look at that as like a nightmare where you exist inside of a computer game Anyways, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready, I think. I think I'm ready. I And I want you to know, I really am going to try to do very well. Okay, so this one, it starts off a little harder, but you'll be okay. All right. Maybe you'll know it. I don't know. I bet you I won't. Okay, so the first quote is, sometimes dead is better. And I just have to know, I have to guess who said it. No, just the movie. Oh. And what year it came out. Okay, uh, I'm going to, because this is how I also play any game or any quiz that you that you and I do together on Earth, I'm going to talk through my answer. Yeah, you're already kind of doing that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. here we go. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why I wanted to jump right in, because I knew that, I mean, we do Mad Libs sometimes, and I think it takes you at least a good mm, four minutes per word, which that's pretty long. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, it, it usually is. takes about an hour and a half to do one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. 
because you know they're also just like so you're just having fun i know and they're, and they're yeah. all just so like oh an adjective anyone can think of an adjective but like okay, add are you some thinking spice. about the question yep um okay sometimes for, dead is better mm-hmm. and i'm glad you started with this one because i know this one yeah um yes this is sometimes dead is better implies that the dead are coming back to life mm-hmm. and i think this is from a zombie movie and i think this is i think this is from night of the living dead the original one and I think that it, this was said by the one zombie, zombie number three, who was eating the intestines out you of the You don't have to say who it was. I know, but I'm trying to get extra points. Well, you don't get any extra points. <laughs> <laughs> what? Just the movie in the year. 1975. And you're saying? Night of the Living Dead. No. Return of the Living Dead. No. Okay. Well, then, swing and miss, I guess, for me. Do huh? you want me to give you a little hint? Yes. Think about Molly. Cujo. No. Pet Cemetery. Yes. Stephen King Pet Cemetery, the original movie, 1984. No. Five, six. <laughs> 1989, Pet Cemetery came out. But yes, oh, okay. that's a quote from Pet Cemetery. All right, here's your next one. You ready? Mm-mm. I'm ready. That was a joke. <laughs> I was waiting for you to drink your bubble water because you said you weren't ready. You know what's funny about these bubble waters? Oh, is man. on the actual tab <laughs> on the tab on the top. They if sing- we had a real trivia show, we'd be canceled. We wouldn't even be thought of. They'd be like, "Oh, you have an idea? Great, <laughs> keep it to yourself." <laughs> but on the tabs, they say yeah. little silly words. Yeah, what does that one say? This one on the tab of this bubbly water, which Are I they already all like. I already like. Yeah, yeah. it says "Heyo, H E Y O." You ready for the next one? That's silly. Yes, I am. This is a quote. It's, he's got his father's eyes. Um, okay. I think that one is from... Well, think about it. Okay. So who who, or what would you say that to? If wh- How would that quote come about? I like... In normal, like everyday life. I like how... Okay. Well, that was good. I thought you were... I thought you were basically telling me how to talk it out when I was about to like really just talk it out. But you did give me a little bonus little um mm-hmm. uh fact or mm-hmm. not a fact doesn't matter what it is i think then that would be from a movie that there was a baby in it mm-hmm. father's eyes baby i think that that is from rose i'm waiting for your eyes but they're not doing anything at all i was thinking you because might... i have those demon eyes i can turn them on <laughs> and off demon eyes <laughs> One look at me and my soul is just demised and a demon eyes. <laughs> um, okay. I think it's from, I don't think I know a lot of movies where there's a ghost baby in it. I'm going to say Rosemary's Baby. And I think it was said by the demon number three. You don't, again, you don't have to say. 1974. Who it, was. it is Rosemary's yeah, Baby. Yeah. It was in 1968. S- 68 is what I was going to say. I, you know, looking at some of these years, I was like, I can't believe how old some of these movies are. No, and how relevant they still are and how good they still are. Yeah. Usually old stuff. No, that was a dumb thing to say. I was going to say usually old stuff isn't good, but that's not true. But it is usually. My dad yeah. is cool. My mom's cool. <laughs> you don't say they're old stuff. Well, they, I mean, they're older than us. <laughs> they're a little older. Okay, here is a famous <laughs> quote that I feel like a lot of people know, mm-hmm. but they don't know what it's from. Why do you keep looking because outside? Our, so the window in our office looks down a hill <laughs> through the woods. And uh, sometimes you I'm can see... I'm never playing a game with you again. Well, it scared me because <laughs> our neighbor is walking outside down the hill through the woods with a flashlight. And it freaked oh, me out. Because we live in the woods and <sighs> but no one's ever out here. Except for him. And that's yeah. fine. Yeah. He's a great he's dude. He's allowed to... <laughs> but scared me. Really okay. scared me. Thought it was alien. I know you and that alien. Okay, you ready for the next one? Yeah, I'm born ready. All right, be afraid, be very afraid. That's a really good quote, and I don't know that one. And I, I have a feeling that our friend Daniel Spencer, because I, I, I feel like Daniel really loves movies. Daniel would be crushing this. Daniel's probably yelling at the podcast right now, being like, "These are so obvious." I know exactly, and it makes me. I, I feel like I'm letting Daniel down. <laughs> Well, because I okay, don't know. So these. what is it? Be afraid. Be very afraid is not from the Matrix. That's a, that's I'm being deductive. I know yes. it's not from the Matrix. I know it is not from a troll in Central Park. Oh, what is it from? 
I think that's from Night of the Living Dead. Okay. And it came over a radio broadcast when they were all, is it hunkered or bunkered? Again, you don't have to tell me exactly who said it. Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> Night of the Living Dead. I just want you to think I'm smart. I okay. If you need to, if you need to tell me who you thought said it, even though you're wrong every single time, <laughs> then go ahead. I think a zombie said that in Night of the Living Dead, and they said, "Cut! Zombies, zombies aren't really don't talking." Talk. I know it was a joke I was making okay, up. It wasn't right, a good okay, joke okay, though. Okay. It kind of, you know what? It Sorry, sucked. I ruined your joke. It was stinky. Um, Night of the Living Dead. That's my. That's that's it. A year? Uh, 1968. Uh, those are both wrong. It's actually from The Fly. <laughs> of course. Goldblum. And it was 1986, the year we were born. Look at that. And <laughs> our social security numbers are bleep, 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 bleep. All right. You are going to get this next one. Don't. Cur- you, now you I've been are. cursed. No, you are going to get it this It better next be from one. Event Horizon. No. Oh. <laughs> Is it? See, I already gave you a point. Oh. No, it's Yay! not. Yay, okay. It's not. Groovy. Oh, that's from, um, oh my gosh. But there might be kind of a trick in this once you get your answer. Okay, it's from Austin Powers. No, and the a next, scary movie. The next word in the quote, quote is baby. Groovy baby. <laughs> Just um, groovy with two O's. It's from Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. And it's and it was, you don't need to know the person. And I'm not trying to just do I just want to say the person. And this is uh, Bruce Campbell. And it's from, it's from, it's from 1991. It is Evil Dead, but it was Evil Dead 2 that he started oh. saying groovy. So I'll still give it to you. No, 1987. Oh, wow. It's older than I thought. Yeah, the Evil Deads are old movies. I love those movies. They're always fun. There's supposed to be a new Evil Dead video game coming out for the PS5, I think. Can't wait for it. And it's like supposed to be good, not like a tacky, like, hey, we made it off of a movie and it's like kind of tacky. You know, I've heard, I saw one person on the internet say that the PS5 games are not good. Hmm. You know, actually, who it was? It was Flying Lotus. Yeah? Yeah. He was tweeting about how don't get a PS5 right now. The games aren't good. Yeah. And you know, I trust Flying Lotus because I also own his I also own his albums. I trust Flying Lotus. Okay. Are you ready for the next one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. Daniel, I'm sorry if I'm Daniel, I'm sorry if I'm ruining this. I'm scared to close my eyes. I'm scared to open them. Freddy Krueger, nineteen eighty eight. No. Okay. Do you want to try again? Can I tell you? Yeah. Can I just say something very quick? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was that one. That one. Literally, I was the most confident on. <laughs> I can tell because you didn't talk through it at all. Um, I'm afraid to close my eyes. I'm afraid to open them. Yeah. That is from the hit movie Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> Isn't that that's a horror movie? I think so. Sleepaway Camp. Yeah. 1988. No. Okay. Is it in the 80s? It's a 90s movie. I would even say it's the last year of the 90s it came out. Hmm. That could be any of them. Uh, Okay. Well, at least you know kind of the ballpark you're working with now. 1999. Mm -hmm. So that's a bonus point for the year already. Yeah. Uh, Because I didn't give it to you or anything. 1999. (laughs) I like, you know what, really quick? I like playing. This is a fun way to start the year, playing a game, being silly. Yeah. We're just being silly. Yeah, it's just, it's going to take a while because you're talking a lot. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm scared to close my eyes. I'm scared to open them. That is from Sleepaway Camp Part 2, 1999. No, that is from the Blair Witch Project, 1999. Oh, okay. All right. That makes sense. You're going to get this one. <laughs> Let's see. It's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare. That's uh, from Halloween. Yeah. The movie Halloween. Yeah. The original one. Mm-hmm. 1976. Yeah. Eight. Eight. I was going to say 1978. I yeah. promise I was. Okay. Yes. <laughs> this one I think you're going to get too. All right. We'll see. I feel like these, these are confidence boosters ones. Okay, great. <laughs> you're peppering these ones in a little bit. <laughs> you're going to need a bigger boat. That is from... You're going to need a bigger boat? You're going to need a bigger boat. That's from Jaws mm-hmm. 2, because it was a callback to Jaws 1, where they said, we're going to need a bigger boat, I think. 
or I'm misremembering the quote, and it's from Jaws 1. Mm-hmm. It's from the first Jaws, mm-hmm. Mr. Holland's Opus with Richard Dreyfus, and that <laughs> movie came out in 1980, mm. 1979. 1975. 75? Yeah, that's an old movie. Wow. That's a great movie, too. Okay, this one, I don't know. You might need to talk yourself through it, I think. Okay. Um, So just like every other one. I was going to try to read it like the character reads it to maybe give you a hint, but I don't remember what that character's voice is. I think that might make it better. So I would like you to guess what that character's voice sounds like. And now you've cursed yourself. You've done this to yourself. Okay, ready? I'm so ready. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) no tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. That is from Leprechaun. And that, no, that's just my really bad accent. I thought you were doing a really <laughs> bad Irish accent. Okay, I'll do another one. Same. Oh, no tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. That's from The Dark Crystal. Uh-huh. And that is from 1986. <laughs> no, but you're close on the year. 1985. Yeah. 1987. Yes. Thank you. So it's a movie from 1987. It says, oh, no tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. Okay. I literally have no idea. So my official guess is something uh, is something about... Do Can I say that maybe you need a little help? I need a little help. You might needle a little help. That is from Heckraiser. <laughs> from Heckraiser, 1987. Was that a good clue for you? Yeah, need a little. It is from Heckraiser. Yes. Or H-E double hockey sticks Lindsay, razors. please okay. don't. Please don't. Okay. All right. This one, think about how silly this quote is. Okay. And how cool the person is that probably said it. That'll be your hint for this Cool one. diaper, idiot. Is that the quote? <laughs> no. Okay. Nobody trusts anybody now, and we're all very tired. Nobody trusts anybody now, and we are all very tired. Yes. I don't, I have literally, I have no idea what that is. Um, It did come out before we were born. Okay. The movie. We may or may have not watched this recently. Okay. So maybe we, we obviously watched it recently <laughs> because if we haven't watched I'm it recently. I'm trying to help. <laughs> okay. Uh, we watched it recently. How recent? In the last few months? Yeah, I would say Maybe. That's the longest I think I've ever heard you be quiet. Your brain is working so hard right now. <laughs> I, 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 will, I will have edited out. I think it was literally 10 to 15 seconds of silence. Yeah, that will be gone from history. Uh, the only movie I can think of that you and I watched that came out, I think, before we were born was um, Apocalypse Now. That's literally the only movie I can think of. So Did that's, we watch that recently? Isn't that Kubrick? What's the one with the what's the one where they are it's the Vietnam War? Full Metal Jacket? Yeah, Full Metal Jacket. And that's also not a scary movie. It's a little scary. It's a scary uh it's a scary, it's a scary re- concept reflection on society. No. Okay. It came out in nineteen eighty two and it is the thing with Kurt Russell. We did watch the thing. Yeah, we just literally watched it. Oh my gosh. I was even trying to think, did we watch that movie? But we did watch that movie. Mm -hmm. That was a wild... You know what I love? Practical effects and cool, (laughs) cool hand-built monsters and like real life goopy stuff and... What a wild creature that was. Well, you obviously didn't remember it that much because you forgot about it. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, the the (laughs) next one... You have to get this one. Okay. Okay. And I'm gonna, I'm I'm going to burn through these. Okay. I'm ready. Where we're going, we won't need eyes to see. Oh, I thought is that Event Horizon? It is. Yes, and what that year? came out in 1996. 7. You were close. so close. I love that movie so much. Okay, next one. Okay, movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative. That is obviously from a movie where 
someone watched a lot of movies and was doing... And maybe they killed because they watched a lot of those movies. Exactly. I want to say American Psycho, but that's not true. Um, they watched a lot of movies and they killed people because of it. Another Kurt Russell one, Big Trouble Little China. No. Okay, don't know. <laughs> it was Scream, and that came out in oh. 1996. Man. Okay. Yeah, all right. All right, you have to get this one. Or, or I have, what? <laughs> I have a feeling that these last three, you have to get them. Okay. All right, I'm gonna literally. I'm gonna put very. I'm gonna put game show music underneath these last ones right there now. There is great context clues in these. Okay, ready? Music now. I say we take off and nuke the site from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. Nuke the site from orbit? Yes. I say we take off and nuke the site from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. I have a question for you. Yeah. Will you have used the same movie twice in no. this list? Okay, I wanted to say the thing. <laughs> Orbit, what do you think of? Outer space. Okay, think about all the horror movies that you know in outer space. Event Horizon. Mm-hmm. Is it that? No. <laughs> I've not repeated any of the movies. Okay. Um, Event Horizon, I know it's not Star. I, I know it's not a Star War. Nope. Oh, do I like this movie? Yes. Oh, darn it. Um, sorry for <laughs> swearing. Um, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Give me give me a very small hint, please. Um, please, Lindsay. You love talking about these things. Mushrooms. <laughs> oh, it's spooky. Right? <laughs> oh, Aliens. Oh, yeah. Alien. Alien with Sigourney Weaver. What year did it come out? 1970. 1983. 1986. I was close. Okay, I got that one right. Alien. All right, next one. Ready? <laughs> sure. You didn't get that right. Uh, what? What'd you say? Well, Clarice, it seems the lambs have stopped screaming. Easy one. Loudness of the Sheep. <laughs> yeah. Starring Branthony Crabkins. Uh-huh. And it sounds of the lambs. And that came out 1983. 92. Close. 1993. 1991. <laughs> yep. Oh, weird. I was going to say that same thing. All right. Last one. Okay. I'm ready. You ready? Yeah. I w- I'm going to get this one so right. You really <laughs> honestly better get this one right or I'm almost going to be mad at you. <laughs> okay. Is it? Is it? Is the quote? Is the quote? And that's what we call a Star Wars. Yes. Okay. Um, it's actually a really funny quote, I think, for such an iconic scary movie. Okay. Ready? Uh, yes. What an excellent day for an exorcism. Oh, Exorcist. Yep. What year did it come out? 1982. No. 78. 73. 73. That's what I said. Nice. Well, you did like... I did mediocre. I did not do uh, very well. Yeah. You did okay. <laughs> Are you ready for a quiz? Yeah. What's my quiz? You making up in your head right now? I'm putting the intense music back in. Okay. Right now. Mm-hmm. I've only seen one other phrase on the tab of bubbly water. Yeah. And it's not hey It's something else. What is it? Uh, YOLO. Close. It's oh hi. <laughs> so you you did not Great. do well in that game. You did oh, not do well. Bummer. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. And I think that just shows like that you're a poor sport. No, I think mm. it's it shows that yes, we're married, but I also you know there's no favoritism. It's I oh. keep it real. Between who? Me and everyone else plays the game. <laughs> <laughs> there's no favoritism, like me and you know me. <laughs> Like, I just, you know, am cool with it. Yeah. Well, that is my, that's my topic this week. It wasn't really a topic. It was just a fun little way to start the new year. I liked it a lot. And I think that was very fun. And I think it was like two years ago, we used to do a fair amount of like little guessy games. Mm-hmm. That's why I felt like we had to bring something back. We haven't done them in a long time. I agree. Maybe it's also time to bring one of these back really quick. Oh, no. First one of the new year. Let me open up my thing here. And let me just do this. There it was. But the problem is those never went away. Hmm? You can't bring something back that never went away. First time this year. 
2021. <sighs> yeah, I guess you're right. Well, should we clean up and do a little haunted housekeeping? Let's do some haunted housekeeping. I have two interesting little stories okay. to start you're off really the year. Okay, you're really selling it. I have two... They're, you know, I have the spooky spouses. We, you know, have kind of interesting topics. I have two subpar stories. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have I have two stories that I that I picked out of I don't know fifteen or twenty that I thought would be okay. Okay, and I I deleted the rest because we had an issue a few episodes ago where I kept looking at the the exact same stuff. Okay, and then we'll get to some voicemails. Yeah, we need to catch up in some voicemails. Yeah, we bad. Yeah, at our show. Okay, well we will see each and every one of you on the haunted housekeeping zone in three, two, one. Well, yeehaw, saddle up, partners, and hop on your haunted, headless horse, and welcome to the Haunted Housekeeping Zone. Why don't you come along with us? If you have any questions regarding haunted, headless horses, a cryptid that you once saw and behind your house. Maybe just a cupboard that keeps talking to you. If there's a particular pair of shoes that when you put on, you see nothing but ghosts. Or an Ikea table that you just can't seem to put together by yourself. If you're dealing with any of these things specifically, or anything just kind of spooky and unexplainable, and you want to ask us about it, or even just tell us, you can. You can call our haunted hotline, the phone number is 803-816-2667 or 803-816-BOOZE. That's the scarier number and I like that one better. That's fine. And that's just Lindsay's preference. You can call our haunted hotline or text it any time of day or any time of night. And please don't worry. It will go directly to voicemail so you don't have to talk to a human being at all. We'll do our best to give you probably mediocre advice or maybe you just want to have us talk about it. We can talk about it. Again, the phone number is 803-816-2667 or 803-816-BOOZE. And if you happen to be looking for some really spooky but also extremely fashion-forward pants or shorts or just drip in general, you can check out our friends over at Native Language Clothing. It's spooky cozy season, so why not have spooky cozy drip? Yeah, you can get yourself a really cool hoodie and matching shorts and wear them around your house when you're just, you know, having a pumpkin spice latte with almond milk. They have like Sherpa shorts and they're tie-dye, so it's like the best of both worlds. You can go to nativelanguageclothing.com or check out their Instagram, Native Language Clothing, and do some clicking and some scrolling. And at checkout, you can use the promo code SPOOKYSPOUSES, all one word, all lowercase, and get 30% off your entire order. And that's a lot of percent off. That's a spooky sale. <laughs> yeah, it is. So again, that's Native Language Clothing. Use the promo code SPOOKYSPOUSES, all one word, all lowercase at checkout and get 30% off. Say you have your comfy native language shorts on and you're like, you know, I just need a really cool spooky shirt to go with this. You can go check out our friends at DiscountCemetery.com. There you'll find things like Kubrick stuff, the burbs, and don't tell mom the babysitter's dead, which is a super cool shirt. Or you can just literally get a shirt that says cemetery on it. I did. Lindsay did. And it's wonderful. So check out our friends at Discount Cemetery on Instagram, Twitter, or Doc. Our show is a proud member of the Scavengers Network family of podcasting friends and podcasting podcasters. You can go to scavengersnetwork.com and check out some of the other great shows on the network. Or you can go to spookyspousescast.com, do some scrolling around, check out some of our cool merch on there that Lindsay designed. And then from there, you can also check out the Scavengers Network website. Sounds great. <laughs> And as always, we would like to thank each and every one of you for listening to our show, for supporting our show, and most importantly, for telling people about our show. Thank you, spooky buddies, and stay spooky. And now, here is an advertisement in audio form for a podcast that we enjoy. Hey, little mama, let me whisper in your ear and tell you about the comedy podcast Unnatural 20s. Do we really want to limit ourselves to just saying we're only a comedy podcast? You're right. We have a lot to offer, like intellectual conversations. Well, did you guys know Australia once lost a war entirely to emus? Do you think emus frown upside down because they're in Australia? Like they're below the equator? Yeah, duh. Health and fitness. 
pasta is great, but you usually have a lot of extras. But have no fear. Thigh warm pasta is here. Plop the bag of leftover pasta on your thighs and eat those puppies like popcorn. We have microwaves. I have thighs. You know what? Actually, we can never decide what we're going to talk about. And that's why we leave the fate of each episode up to the rolls of a D20. So download Unnatural 20s on your favorite podcast app and roll with us every Monday. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, maybe in the haunted housekeeping break, while you were listening to you know us talk about really nice businesses that we like and all sorts of cool stuff, maybe you went on YouTube and searched up coolest horror movie clips or something like that. Lindsay, you want to give anything to give anything to add at all? <laughs> no, or? I have nothing to say about that. I'm just waiting patiently for your topic. Well, speaking of my topic and YouTube clips, we were talking about recently. Has anyone who's listening ever looked ever ever seen that video on YouTube? It's like the worst movie deaths or something like that. Oh, those are really fun. Where yeah, the one dude gets shot and it's in slow motion and then shrugs at the camera. Yeah. That's all I wanted to say. We were talking about that a couple days ago because that one guy goes, it's garbage day. That's right. He does yell garbage day. I don't even day. think, I don't even know why he does that. I don't know why either. Uh, one of my old coworkers had seen the movie and told me about it and I never watched the movie. That's yeah. That's the whole story. I don't know. Yeah. But he does yell garbage day. Yeah, I really like there's a soft spot in my heart for these really bad old scary movies. Like, I think they're really fun. I also think they're really fun. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> okay, Lindsay Marie, I'm done screwing around and I am right now we're cutting the crap and we're oh, getting boy. directly. Was that cool to say? No, it just was like really hard for me to hear you say i got scared well in 2021 i'm trying to bring sort of like a tough guy energy yeah you've been trying to be a bad boy i'm ready you ready to cut the crap yeah yeah i don't don't know i think you're being a little too bad i don't like the new me (laughs) (laughs) okay okay would you like a story about little markers to a past life Mm -hmm. or would you like a story about things that you purchase from past lives uh, probably the things that you purchase from past lives. Okay. Like you go to the store and you buy things that you bought in a past life? Well, from people's lives. Yes. Oh, so Basically, like going to a garage sale. Garage sale, antique store, Goodwill. Yeah. You're essentially, you're, you're carrying on the legacy of items or clothes or whatever from somebody else's life. And it's kind of weird to think about in a way. Yeah, but it also kind of be like, it could be cool to think about. I mean, it is cool to think about, but it's also yeah. very like, ooh, how interesting. Right. Ooh, how silly. How vintage. How vintage. And also, was, was someone using this when they passed away? Who knows? Yeah. Like a cup. I always think that every like everybody that donates to the Goodwill has already passed on. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I donate to the Goodwill. Yeah. And you're- so like, I'm not dead. So like, why do I think that way? (laughs) Like, not everybody has died that you get clothes at the Goodwill. Like, it's just literally donating your clothes. Yeah. And that's like a weird thing to think about. It's weird. It is weird. Because I think maybe back in the day, it was more that way. But now it's more people just donate. It could have been that way. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. Okay. Well, here's here's the story. Ready? I'm ready. This is from the subreddit, The Truth Is Here. I'm not sure if I would put this one in this subreddit again. This I would maybe put this in paranormal, perhaps. Oh, okay. But the title of the story is, I bought a Ouija board from an antique store. Mm. I think, yeah, that's really pushing it. I think that's really pushing it. Yeah, I even, you're like, you don't know what had happened. I get heebie-jeebed out, even if I were to purchase a brand new Ouija board. Yeah, we still have ours in our box. Wrapped up. We've never opened it. <laughs> And that was a gift. We, yeah, we've taken it around places, but we don't open it. No. So we're like, hey, we have the tools for you to talk to us, but like, too scared. we're not ready. Yeah, too scared. To to Way us. too scared. But then we do Estes methods where we're talking like directly to voices. Yeah, but we go away and do that. You know what I but mean? You, you go, we go away with a Ouija board. Huh? You can take a Ouija board somewhere. I guess we did take our Ouija board to the Mansfield Reformatory. Yeah, we did. And we put it outside. And we got nothing. 
because it's still in the box. I think that was also our attempt at bringing the Ouija board with us places to try to imbibe it. Is that the word? Im- whatever. To collect more energy to it. Oh, yeah. What if we've just actually, by doing that, it's actually worse because now we've just collected spirits. I bet you it is worse. And they're stuck in that box. Yeah. Well, keep, let's not open it. They're stuck in a Mattel box. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I wonder what the Ouija board factory looks like. It's just cobwebs and there's zombies everywhere (laughs) and there's jack-o'-lanterns running the the assembly line. It's probably just, you know, monopolies being made with it as well. And someone actually accidentally puts one of those like metal hats. Loop and Louie. <laughs> Loop and Louie is just in production as long, like alongside of it. There used to be a lot of, there was this one game I remember that I owned that actually my dad bought secondhand, coincidentally enough. Yeah. Where you would pull like snot out of a giant nose. Oh yeah. I remember that weird game. Why would you buy that secondhand? I don't know. There was a lot of like booger stuff in the nineties. There was yeah. like, what was it? What was the one Sega game? Fart Man? A lot of booger stuff. Yeah. Booger, no, booger man, I think it was. Yeah. A lot of fart stuff, booger stuff. boogers and farts and yeah. Maybe that's why we like the things we like. Probably because we grew up on dumb stuff. Yeah, that's true. Going to Pizza Hut to get personal pan (laughs) pizzas and booger jokes. And um, those little gold star things for Book It. I loved that. (laughs) See, I was never allowed to go because you were a rich kid. I wasn't a rich kid. Yeah, you got to go to Pizza Hut. Well, how about this? I never read a single book in Book It. (laughs) See, I read all the books and I never got to go to Pizza Hut. Well, you need to learn how to work the system because I never read a book. (laughs) Just goes to show you, don't read the books, just go to Pizza Hut. Just go to Pizza Hut. And also, just go to Pizza Hut on your own. Do Pizza Huts exist? Yes, yes. There's one one here. There's one a few miles away. Hmm. But it's not in the, uh, you know, cool building. It's in a strip mall. Oh, okay. So they just got rid of the cool buildings. At least this one did. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm ready for the story. Here's the story. Finally. You ready for it? (laughs) I'm ready. I bought a Ouija board from an antique store. I used to live in a fairly small town where there wasn't much to do as a teenager. One of the things that I learned to enjoy from my parents was visiting antique stores and looking at all of the interesting old things. I agree. My senior year of high school, I went to a large antique store and came across a Ouija board that was probably from the 70s or 80s. I was pretty skeptical at the time and thought it would be a fun thing to do with friends. Cool. Yes, I agree. Right. Nothing crazy happened except that I had my first instance of sleep paralysis around that time. Mm. Okay, so you mean something a little bit interesting happened. Red flag. Mm Mm-hmm. The next year, I went to college and brought it with me. Probably a good idea if you're trying to make friends at college right away, because then... It gets people excited and you can have a fear bond. Yeah. And you can, I always think fear bonds are pretty strong. It is really interesting that you could hang out with a group of people and like do a bunch of different stuff. But like when it comes to like being legitimately like yourself, like when you're really scared or like you're playing, like I always think about that like with D&D and like Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. You're like, you're being a character and you're being silly. So you're being more yourself mm-hmm. and you bond more with those people. I totally agree. I totally agree. Like you and I don't play a lot of tabletop role-playing games, but we have before. Yeah. You know, and I was, um, I had a lot of fun doing the Myth Takes thing a while ago and playing Monster of the Week. But it's cool because you you do develop a connection with those people when you're all just kind of playing pretend together. Well, same with being scared. I mean, like even ghost hunting groups, they go in not knowing everybody when you do those like, you know, pay to go in there. And then by the end of it, everybody's talking to everybody and everybody's friends with everybody. Exactly. Because you bond over the scare. I, one of my buddies in undergrad, we were never extremely close until mm-hmm. um, my buddy Matt we were in the ridges when the tuberculosis ward was still standing, when you can very easily and lightly break in. Yeah. And we broke in there one night. Uh, sorry, we went in there one night. And I remember we were holding each other so tight Yeah. for maybe an hour, two hours, screaming together. It was like our bodies <laughs> were in sync and our screams were one. And then after that... Matt and I were very close buddies. I was going to say after that description, I feel like you were best buds. We were best buds. And now he lives in Hawaii and he surfs. Oh. That's really cool. That's cool. It is really cool. Okay. Brought it to college with me. Good idea. 
My friend and I convinced a few people from his dorm to try out the Ouija board in a small cemetery on campus with the old lawnmowers from the early 1800s. Sorry, that says landowners, not lawnmowers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So obviously the cemetery has been around since the 1800s and they went and played their Ouija board on the thing. Yes. Do you go and play Ouija board or do you go do a Ouija board? I would think you do Ouija board. You want to go play Ouija board with me? You don't me? really play anything. You just, you're using it as a tool. Yeah. So you don't like, if somebody is a construction worker, they're not like, you want to go play construction? You want to go play hammer? It's like, you want to go to work? This is work. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. want to go play hammer? You want to go play? You wanna... <laughs> Although, you know, it might make your job fun if you have a physical job. Yeah, and you're like, hey, you want to go play shovel? You want to play shovel or you want to play jackhammer today? I landscaped for a year and I wish I would have gone, hey, you guys want to go play a game of plant tree? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. That night, I stashed the board under my bed and went to sleep. I guess this is after they played in the cemetery. Okay. As I was dozing off, I kept seeing images of skulls flying towards me. Almost like pre-dream in between awake and sleep visuals, if anyone else had experienced them. Never heard of the term pre-dream, but I get it. Mm-hmm. I've had like those weird, like, you like think about like super weird stuff all of a sudden before you're asleep and then you kind of like snap out of it really yeah. quick. Yeah, very you weird. wake up again. As I woke suddenly from a nightmare around 3 a.m. and had the strangest feeling of being partially paralyzed and then released. I can't describe how I know this, but it felt as if there were two long arms that lifted off of me and went under each side of my bed. That's kind of a creepy visual. Mm -hmm. Creeped out, I looked under my bed to find the Ouija board. I didn't want to be alone, so I was going to the 24-hour campus library. As I was leaving, my neighbor from across the hall came out of his room. I told him about the experience, and he said he'd be willing to walk around the room with a picture of the Virgin Mary that was supposedly blessed by a holy man. Oh, (laughs) well, he's a good hype man to have next door. Yeah, he really is. Oh, I got this blessed Virgin Mary picture. I got it handled. No big whoops, dude. I'll come help. I got got these really powerful pictures of the Virgin Mary. I was wary, being a skeptical agnostic, but figured it couldn't hurt since I was so creeped out. The next day, I gave the Ouija board to that neighbor. I was glad to be rid of it and forgot all about it. A couple of years later, I was in a bar with some friends, and who should I see but my old neighbor, the one with the very blessed photos. Mm -hmm. After we caught up a bit, he said, Hey, do you remember that Ouija board you gave me? I took it back home and gave it to my mom. She said that weird things like lights turning on and off and hearing noises have been happening ever since she got it. She eventually burned it. Hmm. I wonder if burning it takes care of it or if it like that's like a no-no. Because sometimes like if you burn something, it's like, uh, that's not great either. It's not great, is it? No. It is a very good way to dispose of evidence very quickly. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when there's something tied to it or some like, I don't know, otherworldly or ethereal things tied to something... Burning it might be pretty disrespectful. You might let out the ghosts. Yeah, they might. I don't like that. Yeah. But the the story basically wraps up there. But they were saying uh, that year of my life when I had the Ouija board was pretty bad. I'm still a little bit skeptical, but more open-minded about the supernatural. And then in the comments of this Reddit thread. Oh. So again, bought the Ouija board used, took yeah. it to a cemetery. Probably the same thing happened that happened to us. It got more haunted from ghost energy mm-hmm. or spirit energy. Here's a comment uh, from Wubziov. My friend and I found one at their house when we were in high school. It ended up at my house after a while. I could hear the planchette circling the board by itself in the box at night. Oh, so now we're not even safe with ours in a box. I moved it further away from my bedroom and forgot about it until years later. Found at my parents' house, left the board in the closet when they moved. Mm. So... Hearing the planchette in the box. Moving around. By itself. Where is our board even? I don't, is it in our closet? I don't know. It's probably it's probably no, in that closet. It's probably yeah. looking at us. It probably is. I think it is in this room, in our closet, in looking the box. At us. Looking at us. No, thank Judging you. Judging us. But then someone underneath that wrote, imagine finding a Ouija board at a house that you just moved into. 
Yeah, that would be terrible, I too. Think, what would be creepier? Hearing the planchette moving by itself mm-hmm. or moving into a home and then, you know, you're moving in and you're opening nooks and crannies in, in a brand new house you're not familiar with, finding a Ouija board in the new house. I think that just gave me a really good idea to any time we move. Just stock up on Ouija boards <laughs> and keep them in there after we leave. That is a good idea, isn't Because it? of just, you know, adding a little bit of scare to people. Who used to live here? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. They called themselves the spooky spouses. But they did mail us a glass vial, and on the side of the vial it said farts. Oh. And we've kept it closed ever since. <laughs> okay. Well, that's well, really creepy, though. I think it's I, I think it's pretty creepy. Ouija boards are creepy. Yeah, well, because they are... Basically, I mean, they advertise them as a tool to, I mean, they still advertise them as talking to the paranormal. Yeah, talking boards, but right? But like, but yeah, but on the cover of the board, it'll say like, ask it your favorite basketball team. And it's like, no, who's, nobody's using it for that. Just actually mark it to what it's used for. I'm waiting for when Ouija boards get like a cool hip new update. And it's like, see if, see if ghosts are lit or not. <laughs> see if these ghosts are see if the ghosts in your house are bay fleek squad or totally lit squad that's you can make that probably yeah you think yeah ouija board but like hype style well they revamped elisa frank ouija board that's true and they're cool see if the ghosts in your house are low-key chill or if they're like fleek bay they should combine dream phone and the ouija board and you have to like call the ghosts and you're like you have to ask him out on a date. I know where he hangs out. It's not in the Ouija board. It's not at the mall. I loved that game. That game was so much fun, wasn't it? It was pretty fun. What, the dream date? Dream phone. Dream phone. Yeah, dream phone. I just said it, and then I forgot. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. okay. Well, I was thinking mall madness, too, was pretty fun. And you well, had to take your credit card and go to the mall. Yeah. And you had, like, two seconds to, like, get to a different store. Then you rack up debt, and then you end up needing more money, <laughs> so you sell a kidney behind the mall. Ah, oh, those were the days. And you get a gambling problem, and, you know, it just all spiraled downhill. <laughs> okay, Lindsay, it's time to get to our haunted hotline. Yes, I'm ready. And we have one from the archives Okay. that I'm about to play right now. You ready for it? I'm ready. Hi guys, um, this is Stephanie. Um, sorry if there's like a lot of background noise. I have fans blowing on uh, in my room. So here is my little question for you, like a statement, then question. So I don't know if you are familiar with Gritty. Uh, he's the mascot for the Philadelphia Flyers, their hockey team in Philly. And I mean, if you look at him, it's 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 a lot to take in, and I was wondering if you think maybe he's cursed or is he a cryptid, but he's a cryptid that enjoys being out around people and just has a particular uh, affinity for, if that's the right word, I'm not sure, <laughs> uh, for hockey? I don't know. What do you guys think? Should we be on the lookout for Gritty? Should we be... Wearing good luck charms around him? Is he spooky, cursed? I'm curious what you guys think. Uh, anyway, thanks, guys. Uh, love your show. Brings so much joy and is a great way to start off my week. Bye. Stephanie, thank you for asking the hard-hitting questions. And yes, I do believe Gritty was a cryptid. Or can you still be a cryptid if, you're, if it's proven that you exist? See, this is the thing I feel like I know about Gritty. I've seen Gritty. Yeah. I get Gritty, but I thought we were going to to squeak by without having to ever talk about Gritty. Gritty. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But it is, we have come face to face now with our fear of Gritty. We have to deal with the Gritty. We have to deal with the Gritty. Yeah, that's a good point. I, he is very cryptid-like. Like, what is Gritty supposed to be? Gritty is in the exact same family of creatures as the mascot to the baseball team from Cleveland, Ohio, who's undergoing a name change, Slider. And but Slider's sl- not getting a name change. No, but the baseball team is. Oh, yes. But Slider is also a gigantic, fuzzy... Like monster thing. Like a really cute sort of like... 
high-vis, Bigfoot-adjacent kind of a creature with a big fuzzy yellow nose. Yeah. But I think there's also another one of those mascots for a minor league baseball team in Ohio. Like, there's, there's a couple of these mascots that are of a similar style. But aesthetically, I appreciate Gritty's look more because Gritty has a smaller head and a big, you know, Gritty body, whereas Slider yeah. has this giant yellow nose that I'm not a fan of. <laughs> I don't know. Just there, there's just something well, about Slider's nose that I don't like. Whatever, <laughs> whatever, like, they are or whatever family they are from. I feel like I'm just really happy that they're all finding something they're all good at and that makes them happy. Yeah, sports. Because it's like, where else are they going to thrive in the world? You know, like, Gritty's not going to be working at a checkout counter. I mean, no. They could, but like, that's not Gritty style. I don't think that's Gritty style. And I think Gritty, it's nice to give Gritty an avenue where Gritty and Slider and whatever the other one is can be so enthusiastic about what they do. Yeah. But I also more so appreciate the fact that they're these weird, cryptid-like, fictitious, silly creatures. Yeah. That really have no bearing on sports whatsoever. But also, sports are kind of silly in general in a good way. So, yeah, they're weird. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I don't think I there's just, anything to be worried about with, with, with Gritty. Yeah, or there's like an alien inside controlling Gritty. Oh, Like, like nobody's ever seen inside gritty so gritty is a suit for the alien inside of gritty maybe we don't know i like that idea much better i have a feeling there'll be a netflix show out being like inside gritty that could be a very weird show that could go anyway <laughs> it's just days with gritty i would like that show i would like like a day in the life of these mascots of them just doing their thing mm -hmm. gritty eating a bunch of dead frogs uh fueling up for the hockey game loving hockey Going for it. Slider going home, watching his favorite TV show. Eating dead frogs. Maybe having a nice little Sunday, getting some espresso. Sounds nice. Yeah. I mean, we don't know what they do on their day off. No, we sure don't. Mm. Lindsay, you want to do another quick one? Yeah. Okay. This is from our friend Eli, who does music. Jordan, Lindsay, this is Eli, who does music. I, 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 I pulled into the Giant Eagle. Um, on High Street in Columbus, specifically so that I could call you as soon as I saw this happen. I don't know the details, and this might be a little too, like, <laughs> IRL real life to use on the podcast, but it is one of the more bizarre things that I have ever seen. Uh, so I was stopped at the uh, the stoplight where that uh, the intersection uh, uh, is, that, uh, that cemetery on Doddridge, um, right down from where I live, uh, um, and a couple of cop cars with their lights on just sped into the entrance of that cemetery, uh, and there were, uh, like, two or three cop cars with their lights on, and they were gathered around a cemetery plot that, like, people had been digging in. I don't know if they were people that worked there. I don't know if they were people that definitely weren't supposed to be doing it, but that's all I saw as I drove past. Um, I, I, I don't know what to make of that, but there it is. Uh, enjoy your day. Well, that's a very frightening thing, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that, Eli, you're okay. I, I'm, glad you I'm glad you drove away to safety. <laughs> yes. No, like, I've kind of talked about this before, and I don't know exactly what was happening because I don't know the news from it or what's going on, but I do know that people still rob graves. I mean, this is still a thing because you think about it, people are buried with some of their most precious possessions. Mm -hmm. People will do that. But also, the creepier thing is that it's been a known fact, and they are just finding out a lot now that people will murder other people and bury them in fresh graves. So it's not obvious that there is a body buried there because there obviously is a body buried there. You just don't realize there's one buried on top of it. Because the grave sites are so freshly dug. Exactly. So if you were to be strolling through and you a were cemetery... Hiding a, hiding a body, yeah. But like as someone who worked there or anybody you're like doing your morning rounds or your nightly rounds and you're going 
Yep, and that's a gravesite that we just freshly dug. Nothing to see here. Right. But literally like a foot or two underneath that fresh gravesite is another it could secret be a, bonus body. Yeah, a, a murder victim. I mean, serial murders have been known to do this. And, you know, even amateur, I guess that's what you call them. But, you know, just murderers in general, they've been known to do this. So my theory is that maybe that was happening and somebody saw them or called the police and they booked it. Also, their macabre thing in Columbus, they have been finding pretty shallow graves of bodies. So that's a whole nother big topic. A really good podcast to listen to, I'll just do a quick plug, not that they need it, is a murder <laughs> squad. There's Paul Holes, who's like, I love him. He's a retired homicide detective and all this stuff. If you listen to an episode, I think it was Brittany and Nicole. Um, it's one of their very first episodes, and they talk about a theory that they actually think a serial murderer is traveling between Cleveland and Columbus. So that's really close to us. I mean, that's a really scary thought, but it's a very interesting episode to listen to. And I think it's it's like there are a lot of podcasts in the true crime world that kind of glorify things. And it's like, OK, we get it. But like this one in particular, it's with professionals and they're bringing a lot of awareness to like a lot of real stuff. Absolutely. And I enjoy their podcast a lot just because it's not it's hard to listen to murder cases over and over and over again. And I'm not one for the shock factor of how gruesome or terrible it is. I like the more psychology side of it or the puzzle i guess and this is a very much i mean it's a journalist and a retired detective that are basically talking about all these cases and yeah that is one of them and nobody still has figured it out so keep that locked away eli you might have seen something pretty wacky yeah or maybe maybe there was a you know a fox trapped and they had to go rescue a fox yeah and then the light note of it is they actually um <laughs> they were driving and they looked over and they were like oh it's a zombie it yeah it was yeah. coming out and they're like Ugh, again so they put down their lunches that they brought and they're like let's go over there and then they asked the zombie like you know hey i think that you should probably go back home and the zombie, you know, fought it a little bit. But then he understood and he was like, you know, you guys are right. And thank you so much for helping me. And yeah, he, they went back and it was fine. I bet you it was that. It was a zombie escaping for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely a zombie escaping. Mm -hmm. So no worries, Eli. You're perfectly fine. Yeah, don't even worry about it. It's just zombies, you know. <laughs> but that one went home. So you just got to tell him to go home. Yeah. In zombie movies, no one ever just tells him to go home. Or, or does anyone ever say, hey, please don't. Stop. They just run. Just say don't. Yeah, like. Treat a zombie like you would treat a dog. If you run away from a dog, it's going to chase you. Mm -hmm. Or if you act scared of a dog, it's going to be scared of you. It's going to bite you. If you bark back. Right. If you just like are chill and just, hey, buddy. Hey, bub. Hey, you scared? You nervous? You lost? <laughs> Maybe you'll leave you alone. You somewhere you don't need to be? Well, that's legitimately scary, and hope I'm glad, yeah, you weren't anywhere near it. Yeah, me too. I'm glad you're <laughs> safe. Also, we know you're safe because we saw you earlier today on the internet, so yeah, we're glad so you're he, safe. Yeah, so he got away from the zombie. It was fine. <laughs> well, speaking of Eli, who just called, we would like to thank Eli, who also makes phone calls and who also does music, for writing the theme song you heard at the beginning, the middle, and the end of our show you can find Eli on social media at Eli who does music. Go, you know, go peep the sitch. Yeah, check in. Make sure he's okay. I mean, he's traumatized. He's scared. Yeah, still scared about it. We'd also like to thank everybody at the Scavengers Network. You can go over to scavengersnetwork.com. We have a Patreon. You can donate one to eight million bazillion dollars. We even said if you donate, what, $2,000 a month, you can come live with us. That's true. I mean, it's pretty important. So hop on over, check out all the other great podcasts, including our own. We have merchandise on there. You can go to spookyspousescast.com. Check out our stuff. Please. Or yeah, or don't. I don't know. Yeah, whatever you want to do. <laughs> uh, and we would also like to thank each and every one of you for listening to our show, for hanging out with us for, you know, hopefully another year and for listening and for helping us spread the word. If you want to 
you know, we were talking about it earlier today. Ratings for podcasts are so weird. I don't know. It's just don't don't worry about it. Just help help us spread the word by telling some people you like about our show. Well, I hope everyone has a gritty free week. You know what? Actually, no, he's fine. I hope you have a gritty great week. I also hope you have a gritty great week. Yeah. Yeah. So there. <laughs> Please. Hello. Oh, I thought you were just going to say the bad word. No, I was not about to swear. That's terrible. Heck yeah, dudes. Um, Well, you know what they say, bone apple teeth and suh, dude. So I guess we will see each and every one of you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Barbara Ann. Keep going, please. No. Why you test your mic? Why you test your mic? <laughs> Barbara Ann, 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 and a Barbara 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 Nope, that's the end of the song. That's fine. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. PodCube. Podcasts from the past delivered to the future. With PodCube's pseudo-linear 4D adiabatic qubit streaming technology, you can select any point in history and record it for personal gain. What was the group dynamic with Australopithecus? What brand of cigarettes did the Spanish Inquisition smoke? Was Leonardo da Vinci a pants guy? Or a shorts guy? You can discover with PodCube. Listen for yourself to the flagship PodCube podcast, Alabaster's Haberdashery, recorded on location in 1880. Simply search PodCube, all one word, in your podcast app or visit poweredbypodcube.com. PodCube, the future is yesterday. Hey, well...